Yes, greetings again, beloved. Welcome again to another chapter, episode, life movement of What Do You Know About God and His Chosen People. I am your host, Ross Lawrence, with my co-host, Good Good People. Hopefully today, others could join us, but I'm here with Ross Ayadonis from the Lion and Judah Society. Um, we are continuing this dialogue as we continue to learn and reclaim our heritage and our history. I wanted to, this is um, Women History Month, and I wanted to take the um, a little bit of moment of learning about women, women in the Bible, and and women today relative to what um, you know religion and spirituality. And I really wanted to get in to see their contribution and their role. So welcome, welcome. Um, are you here with me? I'm. I'm not sure if um, Brother Yaniv may come in late. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Brother Yaniv might come later, but uh, Captain Azania might come in, but I know they might be in the street. Um, yes, come on in, um, you know. What's your thought, beloved brother? Yes, very, very interesting subject matter, and thanks for the mind uh, in the world, in the world, um, it's uh, women's, uh, it's, it's women's history, what is it, women's history, what do they call it, women's month? Yeah, they, they want to give a woman, they, they, they want to give women one month, so this is their, this is their month. The month, I mean, what, what do you call it? Women's month? Is woman, woman's history month. Women, women's history month. So, um, uh, welcome, brother. Welcome, Captain Zania. Yes, we are talking. Let me get it. Let me get. Let me get. Let me get. Yeah, so, women's, women, woman in the woman and the Bible and woman in the Bible. Yes. I mean, we have to go to the beginning. Yes. It's good to get a foundation, like, get to the foundation of the beginning. Yes. Concerning women in the Bible. And um, also to speak about women. But there are various women. There's the good, the good women. There's bad women. You know, there's like, the good, the bad, and ugly, so to speak. And that's not just women, but also men. Okay. In the Bible. Giving examples from the beginning. Then it says male and female created he them. So 
men, say human couple, as human being, male and female, that they would have dominion. Then, as the scripture goes further, in chapter 2, we have, we have verse 7, and Yahweh Elohim, Jehovah Elohim, formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So we have in the beginning the creator creating man, Adam, the human being, male and female. Then in chapter 2, many say that this is not giving more of the details. First we have Adam, or first we have the male. And then as it goes further, as it goes further in the chapter, the same chapter, chapter 2, just right at the very beginning, it goes on and says that it is not good. It's not good that the man, right? It's not good that the man, right here, let's go right down here at verse 18, it says, And Yahweh said, It is not good, no told that the man, speaking about the individual man, in this case here in chapter 2, should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. So this is bringing forward now the woman. Then as we get to the direct chapter where we can say woman is going to be first mentioned in the Bible, we have verses 21 and 22 in chapter 2 of Genesis. It says, And Yahweh Elohim, and the Lord God, he will be the power, cause a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. Now what's interesting here is that elsewhere it mentions Adam. But the translator doesn't bring it out. But here we have the individual man, Adam. And he slept. And he took one of the ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which Yahweh Elohim had taken from man, made he a woman and brought her to the man. Now it's interesting because in verse 23, we have woman directly in the translation first mentioned. And we'll just seal it up right here. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Now the Hebrew is interesting. It says that she shall be called Isha in one of the plannings of the Hebrew. Isha because she was taken out of each. So here is the first mention of the Isha or the Aisha the woman in the Bible. So I just pause right here. And, uh, um, yeah, I would still, I would still like you to kind of continue with your point because he's, he's, he's going to have his position on his, his own point and I want you to lay yours on the table as strong as possible so that there's no, 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 no confusion. So if you could continue um, speaking about the role of women Within that you are, that you have come across in your in your learned way, um, the role of women within the Bible, um, and you know, and then we can move into the role of women today. Okay, okay, okay. Well, well, once again, it's to the very beginning. In other words, people want to know how the end is going to be, but they don't know how it began. Mm -hmm. As it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. So here, in looking at. Thank you for the opportunity just to expand this a little bit. This is just to put it into context because everything that we have later on, especially with, with the Messiah and the new covenant pointing to rules and regulations, is based on bringing it into the original intent of the Almighty from the very beginning. So when we find in verse the role of the woman, 
there's a role of the woman, according to the scripture in Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, where it says, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. Now, here I have to go to the Hebrew for a moment to define what help meet is. Because the translator obviously looked at the Hebrew, or the translators, they looked at the Hebrew, and they brought out what they felt was the best translation. And it is a good translation, but there's a little more detail to it as we study it. In the Hebrew, here it says, right here, it says, it calls that the help me, the Ezra, the Ezra, the Ezra, Okay. The pre-fallen state. In other words, now, 
because the part that I read was when the woman was brought forward in Genesis chapter 2, and this is before there was, uh, um, you could say, the, the, the sin, the disobedience, the, 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 the so-called forbidden fruit by incident right there, which is, a, which is another, another area. Now, after, after that, after that, we have right here, because the woman listened to the voice of the one that's called the serpent, right? And then Adam followed along. Adam didn't assert his, 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 his leadership in that sense. We read in this that Adam blamed God and the woman instead of taking responsibility. Therefore, in the scripture, it, the, the Most High says to the woman, right, that concerning concerning her desire shall be to her husband and he shall rule over thee. When we get in the, in the beginning, before that fallen state, before that fallen state, that they would rule, they would have dominion together. After what occurred, according to the Hebrew Bible in chapter 3, after what occurred to the woman, she was told to let the man make those decisions, that he should have made that decision right there in, in the garden. In the garden, according to the Bible, many interpret that, okay, the woman did this. Yes, she did that, but they don't see the real fault of Adam. Adam was there. It says that she gave the, the man with her, with her. So he was there, her husband, a man, with her. That means that the man must have heard, must have listened to what was going on, right? And after she ate, and then dropped down dead. You know, after she ate, right, he saw what was going on, and he ate. And then when he was asked, where was he, right, he says that, you know, he says that um, he was afraid, right, and he hid himself. And then he was asked, well, well, well who told you that you was naked? Have you eaten of the tree that I commanded you? Remember, the man was commanded, according to the Bible, before one man was brought forth. That means man has the first responsibility, right? So that whole idea of the man ruling over the woman is to balance the equation because the woman, right, took that first opportunity to reason, negotiate with the serpent, so forth and so on. She was the first one to take of the tree, right? She was the first one to eat. But man sealed the deal when, in a sense, he followed along. And then he says this right here. Man says, he says, the woman whom thou gavest to be with me. She gave me of the tree, and I did eat. Now think about this in the fact that man was first commanded before the woman was brought forth from him, right? Man gave birth first, in that sense. If you say the first birth, right, in a sense, was the birth of the woman coming from the man according to the Hebrew scripture. And he was given a direct command not to eat of the tree. And he must have communicated this command to her. Because she repeats it, but then she adds on to that, don't touch of it. Now, we don't know whether Adam said that to her or whether she just added that on from her own thought. She was definitely in transgression, but the sin came down to man. That's why to the woman was told that her desire shall be to her husband, let him decide, let him make the decision. She made a certain decision. She went ahead. She should have deferred to her husband who was there with her when the serpent came up. 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reasoning on this right here just to bring out a different point of view than Christianity. Christianity gives a certain point of view that contradicts the Bible. You know, that contradicts the Bible. You know, death came into the world because of one man. It didn't say death came into the world because of one woman. It says death came into the world because of one man, Adam. But it also says that the woman was in transgression. It's a transgression to go past, go further than one should. Right? She went ahead and reasoned. She went ahead and ate. Then she passed it to Adam. In a different view of the narrative, Adam should have looked at that and he should have not eaten, or he should have said something. He should have stopped the conversation from going that far. But anyway, it went as far as it did. So now after that, the, the, the relationship changes because their situation changes because what they did caused a change. So they both, as a couple, as, as one, are responsible. But to see how it played out. One did one thing, the other one could have stopped it, but then the other one went along with it, and then he turns around and says to the Most High, it's the woman that you gave to be with me. She gave me of it. You know, it's, where was his saying, his responsibility? Notice what the woman says. The woman, the woman basically says, the serpent beguiled me. He, he said, the serpent tricked me, and I did eat. Right? And then you notice that the Most High goes to the serpent and doesn't ask the serpent what you did. Knows what he did. Right? And then there's that judgment. And then to the woman, the concern about childbirth and everything else is that the Almighty did not curse. Next point is the Almighty did not curse them. They caused consequences because of their disobedience. And the Almighty explained to them what the, you know, what the consequences of their disobedience would be. So people often say that, and, and God cursed the woman and, and, and having pain and child. No, he didn't. He didn't say, I curse you. He said, this is what's going to happen. Because of what you have done, done did, this is the results of it. And in this result, your desire be to your husband and let him rule, right? He is, he is first up. Okay. It's his responsibility. So, yes. And that carries all the way till today, 
the church together or in God's responsibility, the woman should not usurp authority over a man. A woman can teach, okay. right? But it's who she teaches and when she teaches. Okay. A full grown man saying that he is a disciple or he is he is he is a priest or something like that, and then ask his wife, "What does God say to do?" That's backwards. Okay. So that whole area of scripture has been distorted because people were not seeing it in the context that was revealed. Paul had many women that ministered with him and were fellow ministers, right? But who were those women, you could say those good women, those virtuous women. You, you know what I'm saying? They had an honor for their fathers, no doubt had that good relationship so they, they could understand man, authority, and man, rulership, and righteousness. Okay, let's look um welcome again and give thanks for that because that has to be unpacked. Um Captain Azania, welcome beloved brother. Um please, I'm hoping you understand what where we are and I would love to hear your your understanding on the issue of women role in the Bible. Um women in the Bible, women's role in the Bible and women's um today, husband and wife, all the way down. Chapter 3, 
you know, where uh, the woman was talking to the serpent. That's the current status of today. We're still under that 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 idea, that philosophy, that spirit, that vibe today. That our woman, it rather speaks to Satan, rather speaks to the serpent, and rather follows the serpent rather than the man that was put above her. All right, okay. Um, we got to be very careful with our sisters. You know what I'm saying? And um, this was um, uh, Brother Ross Adonis was just bringing out, talking about the woman being the first teacher. We got to be very careful with that. I hear that a lot in the nation of Islam. We hear that in Christianity and the Christian churches. The woman being the first teacher. The woman being the first teacher. That goes back to the whole Mother Earth thing and the Mother Earth and the Mother This and the Mother That. That, that that's paganism. We got to be careful because the woman is not the first teacher. The man teaches the woman. Eve learned not to partake of certain things, eat of certain trees in the garden because of what was told to her by her husband, Adam. Adam had the power and authority, and he instructs his woman. He instructs his wife. That's what we need to go back to. We need to go back to that, to where we have masculinity, where we have authority and rulership over our women. Now, people hear that, and they're going to say, oh, my goodness. Captain Adonis, y'all know I should be changed. They back on it again. They hate the woman. They hate the woman so much. Did you hear that? He said authority over the woman. <laughs> He's talking about rulership over the woman. Well, the woman that has no problem being ruled by a boss when she's getting a paycheck. The woman has no 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 problem being ruled by TV or what or social media or going on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> social media says all women. This is a challenge. Show your breasts and shake your behind. Women will do that. You understand what I'm saying? We need to go back to the Bible to where the man is the authority, to where he's saying, no, we're not showing our breasts. You're not showing your breasts. You're not shaking your behind. We don't do that. We're not living like that. That's that's the that's the, what we need to go back to, all right? Because a lot of times when we do the whole mother this and the woman this and the woman that, it's appeasing the woman. And that's that's been created by the Christian church to get all the money from the woman, all right? The, the woman has been, the black woman has been a cash cow to the Christian church. She is the backer and the backbone and the foundation of Christianity, modern Christianity and the Christian church. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's, it's because she's going to get a job more so than the black man getting a job. Why, why is that? Because the serpent, the snake, our oppressor, has come to our community and told our women that they're better than the men. We'll give you loans. We'll give you. We'll get you into education. We'll give you all these uh, scholarships to make sure that you're educated. Make sure that you get all the jobs and rule over your men. That's the trick of the devil, and it's still being played out today. You need to go back to truly understanding the law, statutes, and commandments of this Bible, and that the, that there is an order. And First um, Corinthians, is that for me? You know what I'm talking about, right? The order. The structure of the head. We got to go back to that, all right? And our sisters, truly, deeply down inside, they want that. They want black men to be in order and in, uh, have the authority again. They want to be submissive. You understand what I'm saying? They're just, they're just being catered to and lied to so much and beguiled. You know, everything is a song and so sweet. That's not life. We have to tell our sisters, tell our mothers, tell our daughters. All right, that we love them, and that it's not about that. <laughs> love ain't about all these sweet songs. Everything caters to you. You understand what I'm saying? That's not what it's about. All right, mm. got it up. Uh, first, 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 first,
woman is what? The man. Is what? The man. Uh-huh. Keep going. And the head of Christ is God. And the head of who? Christ is God. That's absolutely right. We got to get back into this order, into this structure. I know sisters or people probably wanted to hear the show. Oh, it's March. It's Women History Month. It's Women History Month. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. Kamala Harris was just on the cover of USA Today. She made uh, Woman of the Year already. Kamala Harris. She's the Woman of the Year. She looks like us. She's a black woman. Ooh, we, the AKAs and the Deltas and all this. Oh, man. It's wonderful. It's marvelous. Did you hear Tupac's song? Dear Mama. Did you hear that? We love it. Ooh, we. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. Our sisters got to stop being lied to. Sisters. That's for your panties, or that's for your money. And in the ISUPK, you're going to hear the truth, all right? It's, it's, it's uh, Women's History Month, and Derek Jackson, all right? <laughs> I'm familiar with social media. Derek Jackson, every day, worship the woman. Told the woman, leave that man. You're better than a man. He is nothing. He's old. He looked at another woman? Don't get rid of him. Uh-uh. He should, he should pay all the bills. Da -da 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 -da. He should be the one. No, 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 no. You the best woman. You the best woman. <gasps> Last week, he had to sit down with his wife and say, I was caught cheating. I was caught for having sex with another woman. He's not just any different than any Christian pastor. He's not any different than what's going on today, all day, every day. Because these men just want the pennies of all these sisters. If they don't want the pennies, they want the money. Or they're going to get both. Well, in the ISUPK, Women's History Month, we're going to tell you, sisters, you got to shut your mouth. Everybody tells you. Everybody tells you what you want to hear. And it's so wonderful. We're going to tell you, you got to shut your mouth. This has to stop now. Okay? No, you are not equal to the man. That's not how the setup was set up. We got to stop that. That's why our communities are destroyed. Okay? The woman, that has, the woman has the right to abort a baby at nine months without telling the father. Could you imagine that? Can you imagine that? A woman can murder a child without telling the father from which the seed comes from here in America. America is Babylon, man. America is hell for the black man, right? And black women don't assist the devil in destroying your man because in turn, it destroys us as a nation of people. That's what our sisters need to hear. You know what I'm saying? And then when she raises the, son, the, the children up, she raises them up, and she has the children, the government says, we'll give you a couple of dollars, we'll give you a place to stay, make sure there ain't no man staying in this house. She should go up totally against that. She should say, nope, it's better for me to have a man that rules over me in this house. As full complete authority, it's better that this, these children have the father. Nope, you know what they, what they taught her? What they teach our sisters? They teach our sisters? You are an independent, strong woman. I can do better all by myself. I take care of all these babies by myself. I'm your mother and your father. And as soon as the boy grow up and sells drugs and shoots up the block and murder everybody, as soon as the daughter hits the stripper pole and becomes a prostitute, you know what happens? You know what everybody says? Where was the father? Where was the father? Where was the black man? The black man ain't never in my life. Barack Obama became the president. You know how he became the president? He visited all the black churches. And you know what he said in the black churches? He said, these black men need to stand up and be responsible. It's one thing being a daddy. It's another thing being a father. I said, hmm, everybody got to beat the black man up. Black women, I'm going to tell you today on Brother Rockmore's show. Because Rockmore is right there entertaining. He likes the controversy. I'm going to tell you from the mouth of Commander General Johanna, passed 
Yeah. 
listening passively, and he brought it right forward to today. That's the same thing. The black man is sitting passively while while the serpent is instructing his woman, the daughters, mothers, wives, and not saying anything. And then when consequences happen, he, he then becomes angry, not angry at God, but almost like he's blaming God. Like it's a woman you gave, you prayed for the woman. You, you asked God, oh God, I love this woman. Boom. So you, so you get this woman, and now a situation happened, and you said, this woman, she messed up my life. You know what I'm saying? Instead of recognizing that you contribute, how did you contribute to it? And that's that responsibility that was re-emphasized with the husband ruling over. Now, one important thing right here that I think also needs to be brought out is in first. Is this first uh, Timothy right here? Yeah, first Timothy five fourteen, where the apostle Paul is saying, "I will therefore that the younger woman marry and bear children." and guide the house and give none occasion to the adversary like that like that serpent in the garden the god the Eden, to speak reproachfully now look at the word or the, or the phrase guide the house it actually says right here bringing out the new testament the the the, the corner greek right and i say this not in the worldly sense counterfeit christianity modern christianity sense is that to guide the affairs, to manage the family affairs, right? To manage the family affairs. In other words, the woman has that responsibility for the household and the Almighty's plan, and the man, right, is over that. So it's almost like it's almost like if you're a business, and a good example about the boss and the business, right? You could be the manager of the business. So every time goes on the day of the business, fire and hire, you can take care. But there's someone over you that comes in to check up to make sure that everything is properly running and to reward or to admonish, you know, when things go off. So that's the same sense of the family would be like that business, that the woman, she is, when I say head of it, this is outside of the man. The man is head of her in that relationship. But brother, but brother I noticed, not to cut you off, that is why I was saying, Sisters, sisters, cover up. Stop acting. 
acting like that. Stop bashing the man. Stop, stop being simple and stupid. Stop following these philosophies. You know what happens to us? We get hated like Christ was hated. We get hated. Everybody hates us for talking like that. You can't talk to the black woman like that. That's not right. See, you know, black women put the white man on the moon. Black women put the white man on the moon. That's how intelligent a black woman is. That's how intelligent a black woman is. That's how magnificent her mind is. So just imagine us and the projects and the barrios and the shanty towns and on the reservation. Look how destroyed we are. We can put the white man on the moon, but we can't have any control over our own household. Michelle Obama should have been on Barack Obama every day. Said, nope. You gonna fix my people, Barack. We gotta fix these people first and foremost, Barack. That's the first agenda is to fix these people. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, I, didn't, I don't care about Wall Street. You gonna fix Chicago, Barack. You gonna fix Harlem. You gonna fix Brooklyn. You gonna fix Miami. You gonna fix LA, Barack. You gonna fix these slums, Barack. That's what that's what a sister that's what a sister should do. You know what I'm saying? Because of, of now we have to tell our sisters. Now, immediately, you have to stop. When you're talking to a child who is in error, who is wrong, who is doing something destructive, you don't say, baby, put the fire down, baby. Baby, put the fire down. No, 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 put the fire down. You yell at that child. Put that fire out. You don't don't set your house on fire. Do you know what happens when you play with fire? You die. You burn down everybody in the house, baby. You can't do that, son. You can't do that, baby girl. Right. I'm going downtown to get a divorce. He ain't right. That didn't happen in the 50s. 
Well, I'm every just... movement, every every uh, uh, movement, every uh, revolution, everything you can think of, they stood behind them men. Two sharp overture, you know who was feeding him? Them sisters, boy. That Turner, you know who was feeding them? Them sisters. Miriam Turner, you see, she was moving, man. She was moving for freedom for her people. These sisters have to get back in their minds right and see that the authority is the black man. And there is nothing wrong with that shit.
programs were strictly instructions, rather especially to the sons, based on what Shlomo Solomon calls wisdom. And wisdom is a kind of a feminine, has a feminine sense, a feminine aspect. But what's important here is that wisdom, who is the mother, according to the scripture, and has a mother's sense, is teaching the sons, teaching the men, through the man, Solomon, and the father teaching this, to distinguish between good and bad. You know, between good and bad. I think a problem happens with a lot of ones when they look at this Bible and you talk about, oh, you're not respecting or reverencing a woman. But what's interesting is that in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33, he says, Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. You know, an interesting thing in the study, we never find, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that a woman does not love a man, a woman cannot love a man, but I think it has to begin maybe from the father on that level. The father principle is very, very important, you know, in that first relationship. But here in Ephesians, it is instructing that the man is to have that love for his wife, and the wife is to have that reverence for her husband. But what we hear in the seclusion and the secular and the world and the worldly and everything is that everything that a man does, a lot of things that when a man is speaking, you know, or saying something or trying to protect his wife, his family from wrong, wrong direction, misdirection and destruction, that he is disrespecting. There's this use, this idea of disrespecting and then they pretend to be Christians. But in the Bible, it says that the wife is to reverence to reverence her husband and that the, that the husband is to love his wife. It doesn't say that the, the, we get it mixed up. We're talking about like the woman, the man is reverencing his wife, revering his wife, and the man is concerned whether his wife loves him. And she reverences you, right? According to the scripture, she is doing right, and that's the true love because she must reverence her God, as it says in Proverbs that the strange woman, the woman that go after strange doctrine and philosophies, that she forsaketh, she forsaketh the God of her youth and forgetteth the, the covenant of her God. So a lot of women, when they talk about the religion, like you said, Christianity and the churches, they're in direct violation, not just of the so-called Old Testament, as they call it, but of New Testament. New Testament. How many women in the Christian churches reverence, reverence, Right, respect and reverence their husbands. Most times the men will believe that they do love and in some, some sense they will speak openly about loving their wife. That's the reason, no doubt, why they got a wife is because they love her. So now, nowadays when marriage is so low, you understand on that particular level, he'll believe he loves his wife. And so therefore, even the men that don't know this truth, uh, in some way is still trying to love their wife and, and love the wife as he loves himself, but where is that reverence? Where is that reverence from the wife, right? From the wife for the husband. So that reverence is in the same context as one would reverence the Messiah, one would reverence God the Father. Could we? I'm just going to share those verses with you. That's a heavy point, brother, and I appreciate it. And I also thank you and give a hand to you for saying that y'all going to send me. <laughs> this is
touch that. Brother Kaza said, you are living better, you're living better than the Muslim brothers do because they have to die to get to, to, get to that paradise. You, are, you have built paradise right here on earth. That's not true, brother. That's not true. I'm, if I could, I'm sitting next to Brother Thaw, Officer Thaw Hengabar. His rib makes some beautiful garments. I'm, I'm looking at these garments that she makes. And it's all because of the authority of Officer Dyer the Bar. Uh, there are brothers that's getting garments for Passover that's going to look magnificent. Uh, and you know where that comes from? That comes from Officer Dyer the Bar. That's paradise right now. Okay. Why can't the black man out of paradise right now? As it should be. Right yeah, you'd have to and that 
Mashiach, spirit of Jesus Christ to live. So I'm just pointing out Proverbs. Brother, you need to read Proverbs. You, you need to study, study and read Proverbs. The Proverbs is basic instructions. Basic instructions for picking up our wisdom, because wisdom is a principal thing. Right. The discernment, being able to discern carefully. And, and young men need this. So when they go out there and they choose a woman, it won't be a woman that's a strange woman in the sense of her spirit, her, her, her soul, her, her mind state. You know what I mean? Won't be alienated as it is. He will first try to instruct her and see if she receives the guide of her youth, right? And doesn't forsake the covenant of her God. She might change. She might she might recognize the right way, and then he can take that woman to be his wife. But oftentimes, you know, we get caught up because we never had this instruction. This is, this whole process of instruction broke down. You know, the, the older people used to say wisdom things. You know, they say these proverbs and stuff. You know what I'm saying, my brother? They would say these things, and we, we never liked them because we never really understood them. And then we get to be old enough, and we get in a situation, and we quote something that our great-grandfather or grandmother or auntie or someone or, or uncle said over and over. You know what I mean? So we have to get familiar with these words of wisdom. Right. You know what I mean? We have to get familiar with these words of wisdom because the Holy Spirit will bring it to our remembrance. You know? We're coming up. We're coming up on that time. I do want to touch two things. I wanted to hope and pray that um, you, you, your position by both you beloved brothers are very clear and is very um, learned. A lot of a lot of information to be learned for, from our listeners. So I'm sure we will see where that how that response is. I'm I definitely want to see what brother Yaniv and um, brother Better mean what they have learned and what they they bring to the table to enlighten us within that same confine. So maybe. Next week, if he's here, yeah, we will give him an opportunity to respond to um, the, from from that position. I do. You, you're saying something that I, I think need to be engaged. This issue of um, you know the fall, fallen angel, the apple and the snake, those kind of allegory that has been touched on um, by pulling out of the scriptures. I was thinking that those were um, the, the so-called modern um, Christian or um, Catholicism um, church um, doctrines that was being pushed. So it's interesting that um, some of the reliance in this issue relative to the woman is tied into that. Is there anything, is that Hey. 
a certain instruction. Okay. He's given a certain instruction, right? And his wife went along with the serpent. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. We teach that it's not actual. It's not even actual food. And the serpent was a man. That 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 like like how we today may call a man a snake. You know what I'm saying? We might say, oh, he's a snake. And you understand that concept, all right? And the fruit of the tree is like um, food for thought. Like when people say food for thought, they're not talking about actual physical food that you eat. They're talking about philosophy. All right. So what the serpent came to present to Eve was philosophy, was ideas, was religions. Just like today, like like it's the same construct today. All right. This, this part is just speaking, um, like the brother was talking about. It's not an apple that's been pushed through Christianity. And it wasn't a snake circling around a tree with an apple in its mouth. Its mouth. This is an actual man presenting an idea to a woman. You understand what I'm saying? Um, ideas and philosophies to a woman. Right, in which, in which, that's why she said, "Oh, now my eyes is open." You know what I'm saying? Like your eyes being open. When you eat food, it's not talking. It's definitely not talking about your eyes being open because you eat food. No, it's talking about a philosophy. Now you can see different things. You see? You see? You know? You, know, you talk to a brother, a brother from Nile, and he say, "You see? I see." Right. He's saying he can understand. Right, right, right. So he's saying about the understanding or the overstanding. Meaning, meaning of the idea or the concept. That's what that was talking about. Okay. True, true, true. So the, true, true. the only other thing, um, I, again, I, I give thanks for that. The issue for me is that when you participate in any kind of um, oppression, we as particularly as black men or black people are trying to liberate ourselves from oppression of all sort and all mannerism. So if we now um, end up um, liberating ourselves, but now participate in oppression or, or repression of another, soon enough, that other will make revolution or, um, against to, to liberate themselves from us. So I, I, that is in the back of my mind as someone who walks this particular walk. So um, I hear what your brothers are saying. It's, a, it's clear. There's no, there's are, are, are you saying, are you saying, are you saying, bro, are you saying that in a sense, not hidden directly, but are you saying that, okay, we're trying to deli de deliver our people, liberate our people from oppression, but... Um, by doing it the way we're saying is oppressing uh, are you, the woman. I, I'm, say, I'm saying, I'm saying, I hear, I hear some of it. Some part of it is 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 bleeding back into that we can become the very essence of what we are trying to liberate, leaving some essence of it remain in a revolutionary environment. Everything is up for wash. Everything is up for, to be overthrown or pushed out of the way. So if you leave some remnants back. Because you're trying to keep it, keep it for yourself. Soon enough, that, re that revolution. Yeah, so to be, to be continued. That are down pressing or pressing us. You know, we targeted, and that's what's being overthrown. For example, in the Torah, it says that when a city that we lay siege to, right, it refuses us, we can use trees around to build whatever we need in the battle, in the war, and everything. But trees that are fruitful fruitful trees that be a fruit we're not to touch, we're to leave there. So that teaches a principle in the revolution that is what we need to use to overcome the enemy. We use that for anything that's good and fruitful and productive and prosperous and good for us. We're not going to 
damage. But if it's bad or harmful or down pressing or pressing us, we are going to overthrow. So I want to agree with you that's a world philosophy of revolution. That in a revolution, everything is up for grabs. No, in a, in a true revolution, what is bad, what is evil, what is hurtful, what is harmful to the people who are rising up, that is what's going to be overthrown and thrown down. Not everything, because there's things that are good, okay. things that are useful. Right. We need after the revolution. But uh, yeah, but we're the one that's defining that revolution. There was there was something in Deuteronomy seven three, and this is the issue of um, where it, it speaks about um, beware of all all wordom. My son, and chiefly take a wife of the seed of thy father, and take not strange woman to wife, which is not of thy father tribe. For we are the children of the prophet. Um, no, no. Um, Abraham, Isaac, and, J and Jacob. Remember, my son, that our father from the beginning, even th that they all marry wives of their own kindred and were blessed in their children and their seed shall inherit the land. So even though they, they may be willing to conquer the, uh, what would be the enemy or the, those who, um, who come to, to, to you know, to, to challenge them, they he's saying that you could take one of their wives, take take one of those women, for example, as your wife. But there's a this particular condition that must be there. So if you take them without that particular condition, they themselves, even though they're in your house, will someday bear seed that can will overthrow you and, and your kingdom. So you have to be you have to take that's it this way. I think that's a different topic, brother Rosborn. Okay. Yeah, we're going, we're going to that. that might be, that might be you know expensive. Um, I'm, I'm not certain if you're saying that you want, you know, a, a, a white woman as a wife. A, a Chinese no. Woman. I, I don't know no. going into that, but it, it was, it, that's just more of a different topic than what we were presenting or bringing out. I understand it is about women, um, but it's, um, because you were speaking of the revolution, uh, I think that's a key point in the revolution is that um, uh, we stick to our own people. I, 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 that's what I'm Yeah, we, we have to clarify and make sure that we're oh. now as well. Oh, my God. Isn't that absurd? 
stations that we give out. Contact us 315-401-1826-864 South Avenue. Right. right? Also, Passover is April 24th. It's going to be in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas is open to our brothers and sisters. All Israelites are invited. When I say Israelites, um, the so-called Negroes, so-called West Indian, so-called Hispanic, so-called Latino, so-called Native Indigenous from North Central and South America, you're welcome to come. Um, it's in Houston, Texas this year, all right, April 24. Wow. Uh, make sure you get in contact with uh, whoever is over your zone. Once again, 315 Salam, give thanks, and no one have to be hungry. Captain Azania is saying you never have to be hungry. You can't sit there and be hungry if you're having difficulty. Um, if you're an elderly and you and you and you need some some food, it's not like a brother that you could reach out to and, yes. and get some assist. Yes, welcome. Yes, come forward, beloved. Go ahead. Yes, right. yes. Uh, this is Ross Ayadon, Mr. Farad. Ross Yadin, Yadin here of the LOJ Society, the Lion of Judah Society. You can go to lojs.org, lojs.org. There's the links there for the podcast. For us, some will say it's early, but this is what we calculate to be the eve of Passover, according to the Hebrew, the lunar months. But our second, the second Passover, as Torah says, if ones are unclean or not able to, does come up around that same time later on next month. But we have a very special broadcast, podcast tonight. Ones and ones can call in, especially for the Sunday service, the 1 a.m. hour, or coming up at 10 p.m. The call in number is 515-602-9761, 515-602-9761. This is what is known as the Shabbat Haggadol, the great Sabbath, Sabbath that precedes, and maybe precedes the lunar Passover. We also have a call in number 646 one can leave a message, a link, you know, social media link, so one can be in tune on what's what. And um, I just advise all brothers and sisters out there that have a Hebrew Israelite inclination to support, you know, at least one or more of the Hebrew, the Israelites, and also I and I, the Lion of Judah, Rastafari, that about the Bible and the teaching of the Bible, especially the Old and so-called New Testaments, just to be familiarized, you know, find, find that particular mansion out there, you know, that one can familiarize, to familiarize himself with some of the basic teachings, right. you know, many of the teachings will be the same on many things, but there'll be differences, but at least ones can become familiar with other brothers and sisters who are in this word and become familiar and get familiar with the word. We propose the Lion of Judah Society, L-O-J-S.org. Um, others, we also support others out there because it's this basic knowledge of the Bible that's important, right? And it's important to get familiar with it sooner than later. You know, so right. it's to hear. You may not agree with everything, but take notes and follow up to know the truth for yourself. Yes. Anyway, give thanks, brothers. Yes. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Give thanks. And again, one journey begins one step. So it doesn't matter where you start on your journey for the um, spirituality, but get beginning. The time is right now. Blessed love. Give thanks, beloved brother. And we'll see you back here next week. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Blessed love. Shabbat. So peace and blessing.
Thank you. 
Yes, it is your wealth. Woman of the style, where is your meditation?